episode 17, The Saga Continues. This is The Dudes Abide. I am Timmy Johnson, and joining me as always is the fellow dude, Ryan Anderson. Ryan, what's up? Hola, mi amigos. So we're getting content out a little late this week. Uh, The fellow dude that normally joins us every single week was sick and i you know i've done a solo episode before but i felt like you know let's just wait out you know see whenever mr anderson fills up to the weather how are you feeling now sir uh i am i am fully mended and ready to go i will elaborate more here late in a little bit on my over the line on the the attempt on my life yeah yeah so uh i've been off off of work for maybe four weeks i think now getting that unemployment getting that welfare (laughs) hanging out by the liquor store as i sip on miller high life yeah the champagne of beers (laughs) (laughs) nothing but the best that's right so i um I'm still having trouble sleeping, like, on a normal, normal person schedule. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, a normal person that would go to bed at night and wake up, because the job that renames, that name, you know, we do not name. Renames nameless. Yes. uh, We work at night, and I've done that for years now, and I am not used to that daily grind of waking, you know, like a normal person. So my sleep's been all fucked up. I but, am not a morning person. Yeah. Oh. I, I've worked nights now for 15 years. I yeah. have always been a late sleeper. I stay up late since yeah. I was a kid. I'd stay up late, wake up late. That's what I yeah. like. I am not a morning person. Right. And so this kind of suits me. Stay yeah. up late. Oh yeah, seven. I'm, I'm seven, uh, seven going on eight on this schedule, and whew, fuck. I, I can do it. I have done it in the past, getting up early. Yeah. But I am not a pleasant person to be around at that early in the morning. I'm just, I mean, flipped around, and fuck, I can't. I'm finally getting in a routine, I think. But a couple weeks, I will be returning, and it's it's gonna fuck me up again. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to switch it up or not. Anytime. My daughter has been saying a few things lately that she would wants me to be home. But I don't know if I'd be home anymore working nights and days. But Right. Yeah. It's, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's kind of, I don't know if I'd benefit any, but right. we'll see. I'm not, I am not keen on being up in the early a.m. <laughs> in which my daughter has been actually, like, coming to wake us up. Like, she is the, she controls when the in which you know my son he's almost ah uh, he's going on 6 months old right now he's a little over 5 months old and he uh he mandates damn near everything in our household you know which a baby would but also my daughter well you know our sleeping situations are kind of scattered like me and my wife we've been taking turns on who cares of for the baby that night you know so you know yes. one one night you know you're gonna get some fucking sleep 
Yeah. Next night, nah, you might get some, but he's his schedule's real wonky still. It's not a hundred percent. He's he wants his bottles. Like he's used to having his fucking two bottles during the night. It fucking sucks. Hungry man. He's gotta have his food. Uh, yeah, he's huge. Like, man, he's massive. Have you seen any pictures of him? No. No, I have oh, not. Oh fuck. Ask your wife to show on the social media. He's fucking huge. <laughs> And he's like, we. His name's Finn, and my real name is Timothy, and we we call him Finnethy because like he looks like me, like it's freaky. <laughs> like when poor I was a kid. baby and shit, huh? That poor kid. I know. Right? Honestly, I think your daughter. Your daughter looks like a spitting image of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's scary. I feel bad for her. <laughs> right. He's the same way. Like when I was a kid, like he looks like the same fucking way. Like it's it's hilarious. But like fuck that little bastard. Like I mean, he he wants two bottles. Like and like he'll wake up at like he'll go to sleep at like eight. He wants one at like fucking eleven, and then he'll get up at four, and then around six thirty seven o'clock he wants another one. <laughs> oh shit. But uh, I, since I've been off, I have been dabbling into some uh, different other outlets. Would you like to hear those? Oh, I'm dying to hear them. All right. So, which I am a professional wrestler, which uh, it's kind of how I'm in this predicament. And used to, you know, when you uh, wrestle, I, you know, I think it's always important that you have gear that looks good you know like trunks and tights and stuff that look presentable bikini and, briefs yeah oh yeah, yeah your, your bikini briefs right that look nice and stuff and i usually have a company called main event gear and i've had this other woman from the uk make me a pair before but uh primarily i like main event gear they have really good stuff. They make stuff for a lot of other people that are in the big dogs, WWE, and far and few between, even this guy right here. They take my money, gladly. But I get put on the back back burner. Like, okay, we took his money, but we don't give a fuck about this guy. <laughs> we'll make his shit when we feel like it, and then he'll love it. Whatever, they make good shit. But I was like, you know what? We have a pretty nice sewing machine. I bought my wife a pretty decent... I mean, it's not like fucking ridiculous, but it's a nice singer sewing machine a while back. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to see if I can dabble in this and get you. So I bought some materials today, and I'm in the middle of sewing me up some trunks. And uh, how do you think they look so far? I sent you a picture. They they look as gay as your other ones, so I think you're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> they're you know, all oiled they're, up and oh get, yeah, sh- yeah, shave all the fur off, you know, and oh, hang yeah. out at this at the spa with the other guys. <laughs> they, they're looking all right so far. I got some adjustments and shit to make, but they might turn out. They might. How are actually... you gonna feel when you're out there on the mat? Take a, like a big do like a monkey flip or do some kind of crazy stunt. And the uh-huh. seam just blows on the yeah, inside. That, that's the scary part. <laughs> and the well, the franken beans are all there for the crowd to see. Well, a little insider bit here, sir. Uh, oh, I we're wear... getting some wrestling 
behind the curtain insights, huh? Yes. Some guys don't, but I wear a pair of bikini cut underwear underneath my trunks so just the, in the, case. The Franken beans is not going to get seen it, by the, it, it the viewing the, by the paying public. That is right. You will not see anything because I have a pair of underwear on underneath those. Strictly PG, folks. Yes. So you will not, hopefully, hopefully I don't bust through two layers of protection. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I, I made those today, which they're not done, which it's, it's, you actually appreciate craftsmanship after you try to do shit on your own. Like, it's fucking hard. And uh, I also made some uh, French chocolate macarons. And Not macaroons? Uh, sir, so a macaron is uh, made up of two round, flat, almond flour-based cookies, sandwiching a filling like ganache or ganache, sorry, or jam. Any color variation in a macaroon is a mounded cookie made with shredded coconut, often dipped in chocolate. Hmm. So that's the difference between a macaron and a macaroon. I didn't know we had a French pastry chef here on the podcast. Yes. And I will have to make more of them, but uh, they were fucking delicious for one. I actually made them, and they turned out. But almond flour is fucking outrageously expensive. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, look at, you I, got, get them almonds are expensive anyway, and you got to grind them up. And, right. Have like you ever meat. fucked with almond flour at all? No. Oh, fuck. It is expensive. I mean, I bought it, but fuck. I mean, and the, you know, the macarons turned out really well. And I couldn't, t- I think my, <laughs> I, I have, I gave one to my mother-in-law. I gave one to my wife's friend, and my wife ate one, and I ate the rest. My daughter had two, and I ate the rest. I couldn't tell you how many of those motherfuckers I ate. (laughs) I have been a human garbage disposal since I have been off work, and it's getting bad, like really bad. I think I'm starting to gain, like, a decent amount of weight. <laughs> I've been trying to get on the treadmill to kind of, so, you know. Well, So you're saying when you actually go back to work, you might have to make yourself a pair of pants as well as trunks. <laughs> damn, damn near. <laughs> to, get back into, to get back into work. Yeah, damn near. Like, I'm not, I'm not you know, like some Are you going to bust like, out the sweatpants for a oh, little bit? Oh, I might have to. Like I'm, I'm okay right now. But any like, more French pastries? You might not be. <laughs> I I think uh, next week I am going to make some cannoli. Have you ever had a cannoli? No, I have not. Neither have I. That's why I'm going to make them. And uh, so what kind of spawned all this was uh, we're watching this uh, dessert cook-off show. On Netflix, some Zumbo or something. Have you ever watched it? It's like some dessert no. cook-off show or some shit. No, yeah. I have not. That's what fucking... We're watching just weird shit and just, you know, me and my wife, we watch an episode of that a day. And it's just fancy baking 
cook-off bullshit. And I was like, man, those look, you know, I want to try one. And uh, <laughs> I just saw your note. <laughs> the <fucking thing. laughs> yeah, I just wanted to try some fancy baking, and it actually worked. I'll try to make some when I actually come back to work in a couple weeks and see. I mean, you you like sweets? How are you on desserts? Oh, I am. I love sweets. I absolutely yeah. love sweets. I am. I'm an American, sir, and I like good old fashioned American sweets, <laughs> right. like chocolate chip cookies. I freaking, <laughs> I could eat chocolate chip cookies till I burst. Yeah. Big glass of milk, dunk them in them, love them. Nothing better than homemade chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Um, my wife makes a pretty good chocolate chip cookie. I don't go for all this fancy foreign food. <laughs> what have you been up to? Really? Absolutely nothing other than working. No. Going to work and other things, but nothing really of any kind of note. I haven't no. made any, I haven't dabbled in fancy French cooking or, <laughs> or any uh, drawers I making. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm slowly, maybe, starting to lose my mind. I think it's it's quite. I mean, be perfectly honest with you. The whole time I've known you, I didn't think I thought you already lost it before I met you. So <laughs> maybe your insanity is deepening. <laughs> probably inching closer to the uh, table. They strap you down, put the bit in your mouth. <laughs> 120 volts of current through your brain. Try to <laughs> reboot something in there. <laughs> we may not be there yet, but it's, we're getting closer. <laughs> I'm sure that others are pulling your wife aside and having the conversation with her. <laughs> Why is he sewing and making pastry? <laughs> I mean, a few weeks ago you were making milk sandwiches on the internet, so. <laughs> it's either that or, it's either that or, I mean, not that we care. Here on the podcast, we like all people. We are, we, we are friends with everyone, but, yes. you know, it's, it is possible that maybe you are uh, becoming attracted to the this same gender. Maybe you're <laughs> <No>. embracing. <laughs> well, I know that's kind of a stereotype. I'm throwing right, it out there, but right. you know the sewing and the right. the, the the fashion and the the, the cooking, fine right. delicacy cooking. It's more associated with the <laughs> the uh, gay culture. I'm just, I'm just saying the, the the same sex domestic partnerships. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe if I if I met a dude that can make some killer killer. Uh, macaroons and can sew my undies back up. I like dabbled in too. Uh, no, I, I gotta, still I, I still bat for the team I'm still oh. on. Oh, uh, you could uh, I could probably wait. Like you could probably interview my wife and like she's probably tired of how many times I like you know innuendos or like hey why don't we you know. Insert. Is, that the, is that the time that she got the strap on on or oh, oh no oh oh never mind not that into window I'm no, sorry just just the normal uh, man on woman penetration <laughs> just missionary and she just she just she's just tired of that yeah hurry up I gotta get the laundry folded <laughs> yeah. so yeah she's but sweating uh, on me she's. I think she's tired of me just like, oh, okay, motherfucker, just quit. <laughs> you've, been, <laughs> you've been home for four weeks. Get the you hell out of here. Call our so-called 
employer. Name, nameless employer. Yes. And uh, she wants me to come back, like, go back to work, motherfucker. Go back to I work. Make money. I, yeah, I'm tired of you being in this house <laughs> every day. Did she do the whole, oh, kids, your daddy's going to be home for a while. Isn't that great? Yeah. Get this guy my out of my house. <laughs> my daughter's, like, we've been just, like, wrestling and all kinds of shit, like... Oh, well, I don't know. We've just been doing whatever. And, you know, my son, he doesn't he doesn't know. But man, it's been a pretty good time. I'm enjoying myself so far. But I'll be back soon. But uh, anyhow, why don't we uh, get into some uh, little, little segment that we like to call Over the Line. All right, Anderson, you're up. So... What was my over the line for two weeks ago? Do you recall? Mm. Hmm. Uh, your wife and daughter being sick. Yes. And these sons of bitches out there <laughs> who go to the bathroom and they take a big nasty shit. Don't wash <laughs> your hands because, you know, germs is fake news apparently. Right. I don't believe in science, sir, sir. I don't believe in little microscopic critters on me making me sick. Right. They go out and touch everything, and and it's it's either that, or it's, it's quite possible that the U.S. government is trying to kill me. I wouldn't doubt it by now. <laughs> they listen to this podcast. If they listen to this podcast, the U.S. government is probably out to get me. That or the uh, Uzbekistani government. We won't talk about that here, but they've been out for out to get me for years. <laughs> but someone attempted a made a attempt on my life this past Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So I I worked while you were at home yeah. uh, sewing, knitting, uh, doing your hair baking. and nails and all that, baking, being a good housewife. I was out doing manly work, right? Providing for America, yeah, right? And I you know, I felt fine. Come home, make me some eggs like I always do. I like some eggs, you know, yeah. and. Uh, it was going to be my daughter and I Sunday. Yep. And I was, I was going to get some sleep. So she got up. I went, you know, I started feeling a little little bit of something in the stomach, you know, a little oh, rumbling. No. Ah, it's, ah, it's all right. I'm all right. I go lay down for a little bit. About an hour or so later, it's you get that wide eye all of a sudden. It's like, oh, no. Mother of God, I'm about to barf. I hop up, <laughs> run into the bathroom, and just unleash hell on the toilet. Oh, That's no. Everything. I, mean, I know the eggs and everything. I've had oh, this come, start coming up. Oh, that's barf, barf. Uh-oh, it's about to come out the other end, so I'm back in there. It oh. is coming out. I am, I bet I hurled probably 20 times to that oh, day. Shit. I probably crapped myself a good six, seven times. We're I mean, on the verge of dehydration? Yes, I am. Someone has made an attempt on my life. This is like Game of Thrones. Someone <laughs> has poisoned, poisoned something I ate. They're out to get me. Soiled the Anderson they, It's either that or we got some. of water or something. They've done something. I wouldn't trust. I won't put anything past anyone right now. It's either that or some of the retards that make the food. They didn't wash their hands and it took a big dump, like I was uh-huh. saying. I don't need to wash my hands and then they touch all over my food. And then I'm, oh. now I'm hurling my guts out in my bathroom on my one day off that week. Yeah. The one day off. So I am just barfing and carrying on. Oh. I'm crapping. And then so you can't keep anything down. Yeah. And then so you're getting dehydrated too. Because yes. I can't drink, you know, if I drink a little bit, you might drink a little bit just to make it not hurt yeah. when you barf again in like five minutes. Did you, just, were you just, did you just go to bed? Well, I tried to. I couldn't do it. 
I, I kept getting up and have to puke. So I went and laid on the couch. My daughter's out there. She's playing some Zelda. She's a big Zelda freak. Yes. She's throwing a fit. She wanted me to help her with something on Zelda. And I, I am <laughs> I am on the shelf tonight or today. Yeah. So I'm sitting there trying to keep from barfing all over the couch. And Yeah. It was pretty rough. <laughs> uh, the dog even. Uh, so the dog, he likes to sit on top of the couch. He likes yeah. to look out the window. He keep an eye on the keep an eye on the estate. Yes. And so he decided he needed to jump down, and I'm laying <laughs> on the couch, and he goes right straight down on my stomach. Oh no! Oh yeah. So that that just triggered another round of vomiting. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, so I, was I don't Henry? think. Oh yeah, it was Henry. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one stupid enough to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's lasted. I, I probably got it back up at seven, eight in the morning. Yeah, That's probably about I've eight in the morning. I, I and I, I didn't start actually start stop vomiting till eight o'clock that night. So I mean, it wasn't constant, but it was probably every good fifteen minutes to half hour. I was in there one or the other, letting loose. Mm-hmm. So then you get that massive headache because you're dehydrated. Oh yeah. Because you can't take any kind of aspirin or leave or anything because if you put anything in your stomach, it just comes right back up. Ugh. It was miserable. I was miserable. No, Trying to sleep. Was up. I messaged you and it took a while. I was like, fuck. What's going on? And then you messaged me like, dude, I'm I'm done. Like, I'm out. Alright. I am I was down for the count. I, I was catching a little cat nap. You know, I was sleeping in between the puking and <laughs> it was pretty rough, you know. I went to the uh the local uh store here and bought me some more Lysol and nuked the house yet again. Yeah. Walk into our house right now, it smells like Lysol. <laughs> trying to kill whatever, trying to kill this pathogen that the U.S. government sent in. Oh, like shit. It says the U.S. government, the, uh, possibly the Amish, <laughs> the Uzbekistani government, one or the other. So, someone was out to get me. That's basically yeah. the gist of the story. No oh, shit. But you're, how are you now? You pretty I much. Am, I am back on the mend. I have uh, consumed copious amounts of Gatorade got the electrolytes back up yep. my my urine has gone from a tea color <laughs> to a nice clear color again so I must good. be must be good and hydrated again I was pretty rough earlier in the week but <laughs> it's gonna take more than that to take me down they're gonna yep. have to do better than that <laughs> oh shit well uh mine actually I just so all right, so um, I'm, I'm in the studio right now, also known as the garage, and we have a like a sandbox ordeal, but we have it filled with corn, and my daughter comes out here and like, you know, plays in the corn bin and stuff, you know? Yes. And so this isn't even the problem, but this corn is... I mean, it's scattered fucking everywhere. <laughs> I mean, this shit is. Um, there's corn. I don't. I, it's like broken glass. You are never gonna pick up all this corn. Like it's fucking everywhere. Like, Have you considered getting a chicken? Shit. We. I need a flock of chicken. But then there'd be chicken shit. So. <laughs> but anyway, so we have a gymnastics mat out here. And so we've been waiting on, we were going to see if like, so we have our, the gymnastics mat is out here, you know, for Cadence, the, my daughter to play on and stuff. And, uh, so 
and it's pretty well insulated in the garage where else you know i wouldn't be out here right now it's pretty tim climately it's pretty controlled and uh we set the christmas tree out here to just you know we were gonna get a a Christmas tree bag to store it in and whatnot, but it, it just hasn't made it there yet. So the Christmas tree is in pieces just over here in the garage. So I, Chewbacca, I let him out. Like he was dying to get in here with me. And I was like, fuck it. Just come out here for a minute. You can, you know, survey the area and then get the fuck out. Cause pee on something. Oh, well found out. That this motherfucker's been pissing on the Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) It looks a little too authentic. Yeah. I mean, what do you do when you're out in the woods? You got to take a leak. You find a tree, right? I mean, that's just... If you're out in the woods, say you're hiking or something, you you got to pee work itself up in you. What do you do? (laughs) You go pee on a tree. My wife just texted me. You're you're begudging Mr... Mr. Chewbacca here for utilizing the what he perceived the facilities were in your home. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he just peed on something else. I don't know what the fuck it was, but my wife just texted me and said, your dog just peed on something else. Yeah, which... when you get any kind of message that says your dog, you know they yeah. fucked up somewhere. <laughs> oh, crap. They've either crapped their shit on something, they've tore up something they shouldn't have done. Yeah. <laughs> They've just started barking at nothing in the in the middle of the night and woke everyone up. They've done something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do something so, cute. It's like, look at my dog, but when they do right. something bad, it's it's like kids too. Right, your daughter, your daughter. Oh shit, <laughs> they just screwed up something. <laughs> how much is going to cost me to fix this? Right. So yeah, I don't know how many. Di- well, my daughter has been letting the dog, the big, you know, Chewbacca and Snooky, the however many month old golden retriever little puppy has been coming out here and participating in this corn bin corn bin fuckery that's been happening in the garage in which you know oh how do you ask um why how do you know the dogs have been eating the corn well the puppy shit the other day and it was damn near pure corn like i was amazed on how much corn so you're saying you have Kind of yellow orangish turds throughout the homestead. Oh, oh, you can see the corn in it. <laughs> like there is, you visually you look at the dog shit and there's fucking corn in it. So I I am going to trump you on this discussion. I don't think this is that bad because one corn is a organic natural substance that we feed to animals, mm-hmm. and two the before mentioned Mister Henry has been known to eat on foam in our house and shit blew foam out. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> he ate a bunch. It was some foam. It was foam in like an animal or something my daughter had. Yeah. Tore it to shreds and then dropped a couple deuces around <laughs> that were bright blue. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I bet that yeah, freaked so, everybody out. Nah, I just, he's, at least it got through him. That's all I thought. He's an idiot. You <laughs> <laughs> can't kill an idiot. Right. <laughs> Too dumb to be hurt. Yeah, I would think foam would be highly toxic to an animal. Nah, that's good for him. Fiber and stuff in him. <laughs> Biodegradable. Biodegradable. After it gets regurgitated through. or Yes. There's been gets... many a time that we have found blue deuces. <laughs> well, Mr. <laughs> Henry has just destroyed another animal. <laughs> 
So I would be I would be satisfied with him eating something as uh, healthy as right. corn. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is like dried out corn. Yeah, that's what you feed like, chickens. Right. Yeah. But I I don't know what the fuck like. I don't know what we're going to do about this Christmas. We just bought this Christmas tree this year. We bought a bigger one. Well, that's what no, they make Febreze for, sir. Yeah. This dog is pissed all over this fucking tree. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Like, I saw him do it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Tree. That's yeah, what dogs do. I'm right. I, I, I guess I can't be mad at him. Yeah. Well, it's a fucking tree. But... The only way it'd have been any worse on your part is if you put a fire hydrant in the middle of your garage <laughs> right. and you got mad at him for pissing on it. Right. He's probably looking at it like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's a tree. It's what I do. Right. Oh, so this Christmas tree's got to do something. Either get thrown away or fucking something. Cause... I'd say it's probably not salvageable now. Yeah. Especially as I'm... big as your dog is. That's like a gallon of pee at a time he, he coming peed, off that he... animal. He pees a lot. Like, <laughs> I'll walk him in the morning, and he just every time he hikes up his leg, he musters Gives up it a blast. Piss. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so much piss in that dog. But uh, I'm I'm speechless. Like I I I I was out here. My wife was getting in bed and shit. And I was texting. I was like, hey. So the tiger has managed to fucking piss on this because I I noticed on the gymnastics mat it looked like dog piss. So I was like, what the fuck is that? Why would the yeah. dogs be pissing on the mat? But no, no, it's from fucking the massive pissing all over it. <sighs> That's my overline this week. I mean, what the fuck, Chewbacca? Don't piss on the Christmas tree. Goddamn. Santa might not bring you any presents next year. That's not true. Don't listen to him. You're right. He will get presents like usual. But, yeah, that's mine. So, uh, in further event, we can get into some uh, good old news and headlines. All right. Well, we got here. to start off here. We got first one we got here is a family chicken worthy of an obituary. <laughs> so it says the Rhode Island red chicken who once lived indoors mm-hmm. died over the weekend, prompting her owners to post a paid obituary in the Eagle. Not every chicken deserves an obituary, but Big Mama was special, said her owner, <laughs> Stephanie Sword. The Swords, Stephanie, her husband Gregory, and their two sons adopted the chicken in September of 2013 after a family that had raised her in a Houston apartment decided to have her euthanized. <laughs> I have a little fried chicken dinner, apparently. A veterinarian convinced the family to give her up for adoption, and the Swords heard about her through an email distri- distributed to the Texas AM- A&M School of Veterinary Medicine. <laughs> We were hooked instantly after seeing it, the grainy photo of a skinny chicken looking at herself in a mirror. Sword wrote in the obituary for her bird. Sword said Big Mama flourished as part of the, exist- the family's existing flock. Because- but because she started her life living in a Houston apartment, it took her a while to get used to being outdoors. 
Sword said, adding that she had a few peculiar habits. She refused to go to the chicken coop at times, mm-hmm. and she would not. And she would try to come into the house. In bad weather, she'd stay at the back door and sleep on the patio furniture. But over time, she came into her own and flourished as a chicken should, living in a flock outdoors, free ranging. So, so Big Mama had been been spayed before the family adopted her because of a life threatening reproductive disease, and became a member of the family. She even earned herself a place in last the family's Christmas photo last year. <laughs> and so there's a photo here of the two boys and Santa Claus and this chicken sitting there in the middle. Big Mama. Big Mama. She said, even notice that Big Mama even recently was slowing down. And on Sunday, when she, she was the only chicken that didn't come out of the coop, they knew. It was her favorite spot in the coop. She just went to sleep and that was it. <laughs> It was comforting to know that Big Mama died naturally in her favorite spot. She said, a dignified ending for a dignified chicken. (laughs) So let's say the the pea factory chooster kicks the bucket. Are you considering uh, posting an obituary in your local paper? Um, Very possible. Our... uh you would not even guess our local paper's name. What's do you know what your local do you get your local paper? I don't get the local paper. No. I don't either. I get on know, the internet do, and do you find know all what the it's fake called? news. Yes, I know my hometown paper. Mm-hmm. My oh, hometown, I am I am from Vincennes. It's the Vincennes Sun Commercial. Oh yeah? Yes. Ours is the Journal Democrat. Interesting. <laughs> Very <laughs> Well, it was probably it was probably a democratic paper back in the day, right? Back in the day, that you'd have separate papers in towns, and one would be for some. A lot of times, it'd be from different political parties, or sometimes mm-hmm. different religions, or different, even like companies. You have like big right. companies in a town; they would have their company paper. <laughs> yeah, that's over all time, right. it just migrates into this the local paper. I would. I've considered him like. It's either we'll cremate him. That's a lot of ash there. Yeah, that is a lot of ash. <laughs> or I'll get him stuffed. And I'll put I, him in I love this bedroom. idea of having him. Yes, yes. Yes, you should do this. I love this idea. <laughs> Take him to the taxidermy shop. Get him yep. stuffed. That way the yep. juicer is there the rest of, rest of time. Yes. I like this idea. And I'll put him in our bedroom. and Or just like a shoulder mount. Oh, I think that'd be kind of weird. I, I think I want him standing. Like, Yeah, oh, God, yeah. You want him standing. Yeah. Put him next to your chair. That way you can rest your arm on him like a like a lord of a manor. Right, right. Or I'll, like, I think it'd be hilarious if I, like, had him stuffed in, like, the shitting position. <laughs> <laughs> Ever so often put him out by the road as cars are driving by. <laughs> the dog's been shitting for, like... An hour now. Every time I drive past that house, that dog is out there crapping. Who gets some of that fake poop from the store, yeah. too? Oh, Drop that'd be a, awesome. Let, let one just right underneath him. Put him like, in the running stance, but like in the middle of the road, and he just stands there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Schuster will have a m- memorial burial, burial, that's for sure. I think you, I definitely go with the, cre- the uh, stuffing, cremation. Yeah. That's going to take a lot of gas to take yeah, that dog down. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of, a lot of ash. Well, so 
uh, staying on the critters this week, we have this story is from Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Camels disqualified from Saudi beauty contest over Botox. <laughs> A dozen beasts have been thrown out because their handlers use Botox to make them more handsome. Botox for Botox camels. For camels. Do you think so, they put it in the camel toe? <laughs> the camels paraded down a dusty racetrack as judges ranted, rated the size of their lips, cheeks, heads, <laughs> knees, and camel toes. Crowds of men watched from the bleachers, hooting as the beast, <laughs> representing their own tribe, looped down the track. I, I'm going to have a com- uh, I'll finish the story. Then I got a comment yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A dozen beasts have been disqualified from this year's Saudi Camel Beauty Contest because their handlers use Botox to make them more handsome. <laughs> the camel, explained the chief judge of the show, and I have no idea, I'm going to butcher his name, Fazan Al-Mahadi, is a symbol sound of... Yeah, that sounds good. It's probably completely wrong, but it yeah. sounded legit. That sounded legit. Is a symbol of Saudi Arabia. We have used it to preserve... We used to preserve it out of necessity. Now we preserve it as pastime. <laughs> Much is changing in Saudi Arabia. The country is getting its first movie theaters. Soon, women will be permitted to drive. The authorities eventually hope to diversi- diversify the economy away from oil that has been the lifeblood for decades. <laughs> but as they seek to transform the conservative kingdom, the Saudi authorities are trying to smooth the, pass, the path for reform by emphasizing traditional aspects of their culture and for the bedouin of arabia nothing is more essential than the camel used for centuries for food transport and as war machine and companion for food oh yeah i bet they well yeah i've heard of people eating horses that their horse goes down you would eat it no so i imagine the camel ain't much different all right so the authorities have ramped up this up the country's annual month-long camel festival which re- was relocated from relocated last year from the remote desert to the outskirts of the capital <laughs> on a rocky plateau the government has erected a permanent venue to host the headline event races and show competitions which combine which has a combined purse of 2 or wait a minute, combined purse of 2 million thir- or 2 wait a minute I'm going to picture this 213 million Realities, which is fifty-seven million dollars, fifty-seven million dollars in this competition in U.S. Yeah, well, this would be U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars is two hundred and thirteen million reals. What the fuck? Yep, fifty-seven million dollars for camels. Oh my god! No wonder they're shooting Botox in these. Hell yeah! There are still there are food stalls, souvenir shops, a petting zoo featuring the world's tallest and shortest camels, a museum with life-size sand sculptures of camels, tents for tasting camel's milk, and viewing cam, viewing camel hair textiles, a planetarium showing how Arab, Arabians rode camels through the desert guided by stars. <laughs> Halfway Damn, through this year's biblical there. Halfway through this year's festival, attendance is up about a third from last year, with about 
300,000 people making the hour and a half trip from Riyadh so far. 300,000 The vision is for the the festival to become a global pioneering forum for all classes of people to come for entertainment, knowledge, and competition. Shit. So 300,000 people. They're yeah. they're they're charging admission. Oh yes, they're charging admission. I mean, they're getting fifty seven million dollars in prize money for these camels. Yeah, so the guys are hooting and hollering in the stands. <laughs> so I don't I, I don't know if Saudi Arabia is one of the countries. I think it, it it has some restrictions on the ladies what they can wear. I mean, obviously they couldn't drive until recently. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they wear the full burqa there. I hope they I have body they, shops now too for the. For the camels? No, 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 no. For the, for the newly, uh, um, uh, licensed. sir, are you trying to say that the, <laughs> the female species is bad drivers? No. Are you saying that here over the internet? No. So okay, I just make sure. Um, well, my wife. No, so stereo, stereo, stereotypically speaking, that yes. is correct. Oh. But well, if you take. Any man or woman that has never drove in their life, and then all of a sudden, you know, here's the keys, go after it. Yeah, <laughs> what's the worst that happened? Right. But my wife is actually like the most carefulest driver, like I have ever seen. Like it's crazy. Like this is comparing her to you, who's probably like looking backwards half the time, eating a eating some roller dogs from the Seven <laughs> Eleven. <7-11. laughs> Texting, on the other hand. My my thing lately has been Reese's. I've been, not the not the normal size, but the king size Reese's. Oh, yeah, go big. Oh, yeah. I've been eating the dog shit out of those. Anyway. So, my whole point is, I, I'm thinking, they're, you know, they're giving these, these women more freedoms and stuff. And I don't think they wear the full burqa, but it might help the gentlemen here not obsess over the camels, shoot them full of Botox and such, hoot at them, and... If they uh, let the ladies dress a little more uh, sexy, I would say. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. maybe they wouldn't be ogling the camels so much. Yeah, that's 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 extremely weird. Yes, this is. This is I mean, it's a different culture. I get that. Yeah, you know, but it's, it's still kind own. of. Yes, it's, it's fucking odd. I mean, we got we got some odd birds here in the states, you know, yeah. especially here in the Midwest, you know. But we. If they were out like uh, checking out the local horses or cattle like that, we right. we start worrying about it. we start locking the barn up at the end of the night. Especially, so, yeah, nah, I don't think he wants you around this. Especially with animals. million dollar purses. Yeah, nah, you need to step away, bub. You're you're <laughs> looking at Betsy a little too weird. <laughs> right. Mister Ed here, yeah. he's uh, strictly off limits. Yeah. Jeez. Well, Several million dollar purse. No wonder they're. I'm surprised they haven't done more than Botox, like fucking nose jobs and shit. Like well, that's coming. Yeah, damn near. <laughs> Camels gotta look sexy, bud. Shit. So I, here we I go. I might enter a camel. I might fucking. <laughs> How much does I would ship, sir? I would pay money to see you handle a camel. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be off work for more than six weeks after that. <laughs> right. Right. So it says, we got a story from uh, Oslo, Norway here. Mm-hmm. A Norwegian flight with a broken toilet was forced to return to Oslo t- only 20 minutes into the journey. The service from the Norwegian capital 
was bound for the German city of Munich, a two-hour and 20-minute flight. So do you? Uh, so it has a a broken toilet on there. It has a uh, foul stench coming from this toilet. Some complaints. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's kind of a normal reason why you turn around, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's a kind of a shitty uh, reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you're full of jokes tonight. Yeah, right. So would you like to know the rub, sir? Sir. Sure. Sure. So this plane, traveling from Oslo to Munich was carrying an army of plumbers on board. (laughs) (laughs) It said it was carrying 85 tradesmen from the country's plumbing industry, including 65 from the company. And I am not even going to try to pronounce this. It's a Norwegian word. like, well, I I take it back. I'm going to give it a short. Yeah, give it Uh, a shot. York Jop. York York (laughs) Jop. York Jop. I know that is nowhere close. Right. It's It's probably like... Gentlemen... Yeah, and yeah, something totally you wouldn't even think. But the army of plumbers was unable to fix the facility, the faculty loop. <laughs> I hope they tried. We would have liked to fix the restrooms, but unfortunately, it had to be done from outside, and we did not take the op- we did not take the opportunity to send a plumber out at uh, ten thousand meters. <laughs> <laughs> Data from the flight radar twenty four dot com shows that the Boeing 737 aircraft departed Oslo at 8.28 local time, climbing to 33,000 feet before turning around. The aircraft then flew north of Oslo, circled to burn fuel before landing an hour after departure. (laughs) So wait a minute here. There are 20 minutes. It's a two-hour and 20-minute flight. Yeah. So they spent 20 minutes in the air flying. Then they turn around and fly around in a circle for an hour. They only need another hour. They could have been the destination. Why do they just just keep on with it? Yeah. Turn the fans on like yeah. you do when someone drops a deuce in your toilet at home, and because surely it's a thirty a seven thirty seven is a big plane. Yeah, that's a if it's just one, said, that's a big. Yeah, one. there's more bathrooms. It's not like you can't go. Everyone's gonna have to hold it for two yeah. hours. The pilot's probably like, you're not using my shitter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I gotta all. drop a deuce. The toilet's <laughs> down, sir. We're going back. <laughs> oh, that's that is. Why that, yeah, just, why would you? Yeah, why wouldn't you just continue on? Yeah. You have an hour to go. Yeah. I got to okay. go to the bathroom. You better hold it. Yeah, just fucking hold it. Get and a, then Get him maybe... a clothespin. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to hang on. Give him a free fucking Tootsie Roll or something. I don't fucking know. So my, my, my pops, as you know, was a plumber for like 28 years before he went to work at the same establishment that we don't name on here. Right. And, uh... I don't know if you've been around a lot of plumbers, but they can be a gassy sort of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got eighty-five of the lads on the, on the <laughs> probably cutting up, farting, drinking some, <laughs> drinking a few beverages and stuff. Right. And one of them went in. Hey, I got to take a deuce here, you know. Oh, <laughs> well, don't let <laughs> Bob in there, Oslo. We have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It says we would like. We would like to thank the passengers for their patience and would like to apologize for the inconvenience. Wonder if they Norwegian, like... Norwegian engineers inspected the lavatory on the ground at Oslo to determine the source of the problem before the plane the aircraft departed for Munich and arrived three and a half hours late. <laughs> Such an issue is rare but not unheard of. In March twenty fifteen, 
a smelly poo on a British <laughs> Airways flight caused a plane to return to Heathrow after taking off en route to Dubai. <laughs> and in 2014, a Virgin Australian flight from Los Angeles to Sydney had to return to the U.S. three hours after taking off due to a problem with freshwater overflow system. <laughs> so I'm going to state the obvious here on this one. Going from Los Angeles to Sydney is like a 12-hour flight. So, yeah, yeah, we don't have water if the, the crapper's not working. It's going to be a little – you're going to have some mutinous yeah. uh, passengers on board. Yeah. And, you know, even – he throw to Dubai. That's a pretty good haul there too. I mean, yeah. I can understand turn around. But two hours. Two hours. I mean, I drive more than that without having to stop and take a leak. Right. I can hold it. Yeah. Get a jug. Get yeah. a fucking two liter. Yes. Get as our as the host here has demonstrated <laughs> numerous times. Right. A good pee jug will do you some good. Right. Piss jug. It might get a little messy for some of the the ladies having to use a piss jug, but very well. They you make, make the shiwi. Have you ever seen the shiwi? What in the hell is the shiwi? Shiwi. So it's like, it you know, uh, the female anatomy, as we all know. Um, I am an expert at the female anatomy, sir. <laughs> right. So it's like it looks like a funnel, but it like it's like in a like a I don't know I don't know what kind of shape. But it goes around the lady anatomy, and it comes down into a funnel, and comes out like the male anatomy would, and she we it out. So yeah, it collects. You know, it like it. It's wide. So it's just. So wait a minute. Are we talking? Is is so this like a tube at the end, or is this to give it, it looks uh, like the ladies a, you know, a like sensation a, of like a. <laughs> Like a phallus, like they could stand to oh, pee. No. Give him that. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's you know like a, you know like you know like a funnel that you'd like you know put oil in your you know transmission yeah. fluid or something yes. in your vehicle, but it's like shaped differently, so it goes around their you know anatomy, anatomy, and then it funnels like a funnel. It it doesn't like it doesn't look like a dick. Like at the end of the funnel, <laughs> that would be hilarious if it did. But so what? What is this just for long haul trucking and stuff? I, you know, I guess got, like just to constant, like you know, concentrate the pee to one area, so it's just not yeah, like. My God, I got this good pee jug in the cab, but I have no way to get it in there. <laughs> right. I can't hit this fucking one inch hole. Yes, but with the shoe, someone only made, only made a funnel I could funnel my urine into. <laughs> I wouldn't have to stop so often. Yeah. So yeah, they do make that's, that. That's a, that's amazing, right? They apparently the airlines should invest in a few of these bad boys, right? Throw a couple of spare jugs on board, and we're not turning around. We're keeping on trucking. <laughs> that that would be such a waste. Like then they fix it, and then they just fly back. Yeah, three yeah. hours or they're later. So they really didn't save. I mean, they they lost all this time, wasted all this fuel yeah. over one stopped up crapper with plumbers on board. Did the plumbers just like riot? Like we're not fucking. We're no. They, they they said they couldn't get to it from inside. They they gave it the old sh- give it a college try. <laughs> by God, get get my crescent. <laughs> it was my old man. My old man's all about the big. He got the big pipe wrenches. Get my oh, pipe yeah. wrench and some pipe dope. <laughs> Spray pipe a little WD forty on that thing. Oh, he's all he loves the pipe dope. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that stuff stinks. I use my it dad, though. My dad, uh, he he got to put dope on it. Yeah, I put some dope on it. Yeah, these guys put Teflon tape. They're all a bunch of weenies. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Throw some dope on there. <laughs> Pipe dope. 
It, if, if people who don't know what pipe, it's just like this sticky substance that seals these seals the threads, right. and it stinks like <laughs> I don't even know what to describe it like. It's just a chemical. It's like a combination of chemicals and like one of them yellow turds that, that chews dropping right now. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> My my dad actually got this one stuff like I I used to be into like air ride suspension and stuff and like he gave me you yes. know he oh you need some good pipe dope to seal all your connections and shit he gave yes. me this one stuff and like it smelled actually okay really yeah and not the like, brand I get yeah I get the the brand I get the brand that the the my my father the plumber trust right. is called Rector Seal oh. Yes. How ironic. Yes. <laughs> Very ironic. <laughs> they were probably sitting in there. You know why we got to call our product? I got it. <laughs> and it's got to smell like seal. shit. It's got to smell like shit. It's got to <laughs> smell like, like a dog just chugged a gallon of like turpentine or something. Right. <laughs> and just dropped it right in the bo- right in the little. It's like a right little can. It's got a little brush on there. Pull the, the cat. The brush is attached to the cat. You pull it out and it's just sticky like. Ugh. I don't even know what to call it. It smells awful. That's the job, though. I'll give it that. Right. It seals. It seals. You don't have leaks. You smell shit. like shit for the next two days after using it. <laughs> oh, All right. Plumber. Our final story is my – this is probably the, and by far the best story of the week. Yep. It's probably one of my favorite stories we've ever done on here. This right. is kind of going with the theme we've established for this podcast of, <laughs> of critters and air travel. All right. So he says, United Airlines refuses to let emotional support peacock on flight. <laughs> Feathers were ruffled as, uh, as United Airlines. This, they this is off their fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Huffington Post. They as a, United Airlines employees at Newark Liberty International Airport in New Jersey told a passenger that her emotional support peacock would not be able to accompany her on her flight. It may sound bizarre to bring a peacock onto a plane, but give the woman credit for persistence. She reportedly tried several times to get the bird on board and even offered to buy a separate ticket for it, but the the airline employees nixed every request. Oh, my God. According to the travel blog, Live and Let Fly, the passenger's identity was not released. The puns in this article. (laughs) Yes. The animal did not meet guidelines for a number of reasons, including its weight and size, United said in a statement to Fox News. We, we explained this to the customer on three separate occasions before they arrived at the airport. With the peacock. With the peacock. Big old uh, plume and everything. United told Business Insider that the passengers need to provide documentation for a medical from a medical professional and at least 48 hours advance notice before bringing in a emotional support animal onto a flight. As you might expect, many people have rushed to Twitter in an attempt to understand how this all means. And so they have one on here. It's, it's uh, from a, uh, someone. In 2017, Trump became president. In 2018, Americans started smacking, snacking on Tide Pods and flying with them. Emotional support peacock. Right. <laughs> Others suggested that the needing of an emotional support peacock in the first place was a sign of deeper issues. <laughs> uh, so I don't even know where to start. Who yeah. the one? Of, okay, 
So of all animals you could choose for your emotional support animal, why a peacock? Yeah. Have you ever been around a peacock, sir? Yes, have you? Yes, I have. They're kind of dicks. Yeah, they're fucking they don't, mean. They don't, they don't strike me as very empathetic, you know? No. They don't feel your concerns and needs. I mean, a dog. A dog's there for you. You're, you're, you're feeling right. a little blue. The dog come up, lay its head on you and stuff. Yeah. Peacocks are dicks. Yes. What in the world? I this unless this was just a truly special peacock. <laughs> How is that a? We have this uh, drunk. I don't know if the junkyard's still around, but you know, I used to derby cars and stuff. And we were at this junkyard, and they had this big tire pile. They're notorious for their tire pile. Oh yeah, you gotta have a good tire pile at junkyard. Yeah. And we were going through the tires, and this and this dude, like as you walk around this junkyard. He's got ducks and all kinds of farm animals and shit throughout this junkyard. It's it's quite amazing. But no and junkyard dog. No, uh, there's some dogs, but they're oh, nice. The junkyard peacock. Yes, there's a goddamn peacock, and this fucker was jumping from tire to tire <laughs> and fucking screeching like yeah. it was terrifying. I ran. <laughs> you know what happens to the junkyard dog now? A fucking peacock hated it. Yeah, peacock took alpha. Alpha of the junkyard, bud. Right. Oh, shit. So, yeah, like I said, it's like like a cat. I mean, yeah. a cat's a little bit better, but cats are kind of dicks, too. Yeah, they are. I mean, I think you would want a a supportive animal as your emotional support usually, animal to start. Usually it's a dog. Yeah, it would be a dog. So, this kind of begs the question. Um, are you considering getting Mr. Chewbacca listed, you know, Listed by a medical professional as your emotional support animal, and possibly taking him on the next family vacation. So, okay, that you mentioned that, I have joked to my wife throughout this whole term that I've been at home that I was going to have Chewbacca as a service dog to help me around the store and yes. wherever else I was. Get him a vest and everything. Yes, but this would be a terrible idea. I, I fail to see why, sir. <laughs> if I go anywhere, like if I went to a restaurant, it'd be game over. Like Chewbacca would not be by my side. <laughs> he well, the would chew be, tax must be paid. Yes. yes. He would be at every table in that restaurant <laughs> whining and begging at people <laughs> and throwing his paw in their lap, begging for food. <laughs> It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be good. It, well, as big had, as that dog is, I, yeah, I think you would run into another problem. You know, so this lady offered to purchase a ticket for her her peacock. You know, as you see, you know, sometimes you get some really husky individuals on the plane. They have to purchase two seats to yes. take up their. As big as that dog is or yours, <laughs> you might have to end up purchasing two t- two seats just for that dog. <laughs> so you're. So just for you to travel, you're going to need to buy three seats on an airplane. Right. And he doesn't do well in the car, so I don't no. know how he would even manage to be on a plane. Oh, yeah. Once he get about 30,000 feet and his, yeah. his ears start popping on there, yeah, it's, it's, it's over. <laughs> I want to turn the plane right around. Now. We're yeah. going home. We're going back. <laughs> Is the shitter broke? No. Nope. <laughs> Chew's ears are popping. Chewbacca's fucking weighing out. Would any of your... Two dogs. Mr. Mr. Henry is all about truck rides. Yeah. My daughter and I, when our our days together by ourselves, we we either go, we hit the Wendy's or something up because we're yeah. all about burgers. 
And Mr. Henry accompanies us, accompanies us on these truck rides. He loves them. Yeah. He's actually as stupid of a dog as he is. He is a good truck rider. Yeah. He gets right there in the seat. He sits like a proper dog. He looks out the window. He's super happy. I all have to say is truck, and he is by the door, ready to go. <laughs> you think he would uh, be okay suited up in a vest? Oh, God, yeah. He's yeah. Hey, I've showed you pictures of this dog. This dog, this is the dog that I've re- re- told you before, has ties and bow ties for himself. <laughs> yeah. A vest would just complete the ensemble. Right. He would, you know, like the old days when you see people get on an airplane, they're just decked out. You know, they got the right. suit, they got the nice fedora hat on, the, the women are looking good. Yeah. You know, not like slobs like we are today when we go to the airport. Right. Mr. Henry would take it back to the classic style. He'd have the, he'd have the vest. <laughs> Very he'd have the, Yeah, he'd exquisite, sir. He'd have the, <laughs> the tie on, you know. Hey, I mean, he wears a sweater during the winter now, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he well. would look good. Speaking, he of, might lose his mind when the snacks come out. But other than that, yeah. I I recently bought Chewbacca a new uh, big dog collar. He's got a yes. very big, wide camouflage collar around his yeah, neck, course. which it kind of camouflages into his tiger stripes because he is a brindle English mastiff. Yes, and uh, well, it, it looks really good on him, and he likes it. It's got a really big uh, leash ring on it. You know what I mean? Like, yes. hook the leash to. But there's a problem. What's that? When he shakes and stuff, it's a big metal buckle. <laughs> Does it sound like the church bells it going off? It sounds like a bell noon. going off. When my mother shakes, you you know he's coming. Like He's going to have a hard time getting through security at the airport, too. You're going to have to take yes. that off. They probably have to put him in the body scanner and everything. It, uh, yeah. So. Excuse me, Mr. Baca Chu. <laughs> You're gonna have to step over here. We got to get the wand out and check you over. He set off the metal detector. Oh, he, he don't worry. That's just that roll of quarters he ate today. Right. He wouldn't so, be a very good support dog. So, uh, if you had your choice of a non-traditional uh, emotional support animal to take on an aircraft with you, what would it be? Oh man, that's a that's a great question. Actually, I mean, are we talking snake, like a big, just giant boa around your neck while all the passengers are freaking out around you? Um, I would say an emotional support alligator. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yes, sit it right in the aisle too, right? Yes, and <laughs> sit right back by the crappers. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what would yours be? I don't know. I mean, I would say a camel, maybe. But I don't. I, <laughs> If they're looking to support kill emotional support camel with Botox with Botox, <laughs> but I'm worried that some of the uh, gentlemen on board might be eyeballing a little funny. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess you could go with a llama. Yeah, worry yeah. about them spitting on people though, or maybe like a mini horse. Yes, yeah, a little Shetland pony. Yeah. That's my emotional support pony. <laughs> you know how put, like a, put a horn yeah. on it, like a unicorn yes. horn on it and stuff. I definitely think I would go with a billy goat. Yeah? Like a little billy goat's just making noise, chewing on the Man. fabric of the seat. Man, <laughs> sitting there chewing on the seat while you're in the plane. <laughs> it's a big hunk of the, the fabric missing time to get there. As um, you're getting out, you know how big of a pain in the butt it is to get off the plane when you get to the airport, uh, yes. your destination airport. Everyone's trying to fight to get out. And I, want to, I want to get out. Take my, my emotional support billy goat down the aisle and it just drop a deuce right there oh, for yes. anyone following me to step yes. in. 
in that little, little little bitty aisle that you can't see crap on. Yes. And then <laughs> my God, Martha, I think the shitters broke on this flight. <laughs> I can just smell crap everywhere. <laughs> and then like. Yes. Ma'am, um, could you give my, uh, aid my uh, emotional support, <laughs> Billy Goat, with yeah. some uh, peanuts, please? Yes, yes. <laughs> sir, we don't feed. Ah, sorry, sir. Ah. Fine. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know what to say half time. People are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> a peacock. I feel, that's, a peacock. That's, that's what much. the hell are you thinking? No. They they won't say a word. I got a it's got a vest and everything. I got a paper right here so I can take. So Doctors this orders. is a bit of an inside joke that I don't think people will. We we worked with a, a a gentleman at the place we didn't we don't name and we won't name the gentleman for yes. obvious reasons. But he had a a a fond attachment to a dog. Yes, and he concocted an a, elaborate scheme to make this dog an emotional support animal. And he was going to have it wear a vest, and he was going to bring it to work with him. Yes. <laughs> and we work for a very large company, yes. and, and it—I it, mean, the, the building we work in is full of thousands of people. Yes. Like I said, this is a multinational, large corporation. And yes. he thought he was going to bring this dog with this vest in. There. <laughs> this has been a running joke forever since we heard this. Yes. <laughs> it's the stupidest shit we ever heard. Yes. Yeah, I don't think so it's, yeah, this it makes this emotional support peacock even funnier for us. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they'd go for a peacock. I don't think so. I've seen a few dogs on the air, but it's normally like the little little dogs like I have, and they're in a yeah. cage. You have them in the, the little kennel. Yeah. You take them on board. You sit them in the seat or sit them in the floor in front of you. Yeah, I've never. No, nah, no, nah, you ain't bringing a peacock on board. No, have you? Yeah, get, they nah, like, get the hell out of here. That sound that. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh, yeah. I hate peacocks. So you think it's bad enough when that kid's whining on there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> start popping and stuff. You're fucking peacock. Your two-hour flight to Disneyland. <laughs> Imagine a peacock for that time, just carrying on. Oh, I think everybody would. Like, I think we'd be eating peacock time we landed in, <laughs> <laughs> in Orlando or whatever. Everybody would be devising a plan to euthanize the peacock. Yeah. Let me see that peacock crack. Well, well, sorry. Oh, no. It broke its neck. Oh, damn. So, uh, in other events, uh, have you had a uh, dude of the week in mind? Uh, I've got one in mind. I don't know if I'm going to do it tonight or Sunday night when we do it. I may hold it till Sunday night. All right, we'll hold it. We'll I, just, I think uh, you know who I'm referring to. I, I'll discuss yeah. that more as we get closer to the the day. I've had yeah. some issues in my life this week, and yeah, I'll save we, that one for there. Yeah, we can go into that. Yeah. So, uh, well, you have anything in conclusion this week, sir? We're a little late, but uh, we're still getting the content out for our listeners. Yeah. yeah if you don't like it, you know, blame the Amish or the U.S. government or whatever. <laughs> Probably not the U.S. government. They see me. Who that idiot? <laughs> we ain't wasting any resources on him. <laughs> These guys are dumb. Why? <laughs> These guys are a bunch of morons. <laughs> we ain't wasting the good stuff on them. So, uh, as we'll conclude, episode 17, 17 weeks, we have been riding definitely go to all social media platforms facebook instagram the dudes abide 
go to iTunes, give us those ratings, share it out. We enjoy all the listens every week. Thank you for listening to Dudes Abide. See ya.